proud of yourself? Definitely. All this death finally made you happy. Ecstatic. And has it calmed all the rage? Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast. We're talking about Doctor Who. We're actually talking about the whole season, season 12 of the newest series. We're going to be talking about the whole thing, and obviously we're going to talk about the stuff that um, everyone's talking about again. But I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. So, uh, first off, before we get started, I'm going to put Julia on the spot. She wasn't at our podcast last week. What did you think of this last episode? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I found it boring and confusing. Okay. The... The, the the whole story of the of, of, that he was telling her while he held her in the matrix about her origins was just so boring it was so boring and I thought that somebody else sort of created the the time lords Asalon. is that it I think so. They totally ignored Vassalot in that. Yeah, and and then there's this other there's this other person who found the child. So then I'm assuming that that whole scene with Brendan in Ireland or wherever it was, where he was a cop. Yeah. Yes. That was a regeneration. No. Well, so I thought it was a doctor. Was Brendan was the doctor or the timeless child or something? Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't understand the whole. It, it, that whole part. So, so what they did was... What, second. No, no, they didn't ignore it. Yeah, they kind of they, did. No, they did. Yeah, what yeah. they did was, they, they, when they put... All that stuff is in the Matrix about the division, which is something that we don't know much about. And, and the is regen- that a Time Lord thing, the division? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like... It's a, new. Oh, it's new. Okay. Yeah. No, it's, it, they, they, they invented it, but there's also something called the CIA from the classics show. Yeah, celestial intervention agency. That's similar to the division, you know. And they call so it it's not unit. <clears throat> no, 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 no. It's the, apparently, from what we can gather, the Time Lords have an organization that's secret that went out to meddle with time, and that's before they became Time Lords. Well, before the series began, before William Hartnell's thing. But then they redacted that. Remember, they went wall white, and they were like, well, what? where's the rest of it? And like, someone hid it. And part of the hiding process was, um, well, okay, so, and then apparently the woman who did find the timeless child decided to mask, su- mask some of the memories within that, that island with the police officer because they found the, the guy finds the child just like she found the child. He falls just like the child. So it's a, a cover-up. It just basically... Well, Brendan is literally the doctor, then, because she's going to find the clock and get her memories back. But but Brendan doesn't exist. Brendan is a figment of... It's it's a false it's memory. A construct? Yeah. <clears throat> to, to disguise what really happened was that little girl <coughs> came through, she falls in, and then... But the at the end, when they're sort of bringing them in and putting the headsets on and saying thank you for your service obviously that it seems to me to mean that at one point or another the doctor um, they erase his or her memory and then revert them back to a childhood and that's when 
our history of the Doctor Who starts up. So it's just needlessly confusing. Yeah, well, it, you didn't really need to do it. But but they, it, it also, it, I, I kind of admire this part of it because they also kept the the mystery. They didn't answer everything. They they opened no, up they, a new they avenue got of mystery. Rid of the history of the Doctor. They what? It's no longer Doctor Who. I mean, we kind of know who who the Doctor is now. Okay. Because we have an origin, and they should have just left it alone. But we don't know where that they came from. They f I'm sure Chibnall will they tell us at some point. That she found the child on some planet. But it was through the, the, day Which the, child the doctor isn't even Gallifreyan. That's right. Which looked like the planet from Orphan Fifty Five. Oh, well, Planet or Orphan Fifty Five isn't that? Well, so it probably was. But it came the same spot. But didn't the child come through a portal? Yeah. Okay, so we don't know where the child came from. So that's still a mystery. We don't know what the division is. That's still a mystery. We don't know what happened to that character that want them. They decided to erase her me her memory and put it in the clock, probably. So that clock is probably like like Something what we've seen before with the with well, the fob watch. The clock that oh, did right. focus in on it at the end of that. Yeah. So all that and and that's what's making everyone a lot of fans mad. Is that recon, reconning of everything, you know? And I just didn't. Well, I didn't really now, you, now, when you say let's watch a first Doctor story, you can't say let's watch a first Doctor story. You have to go well, let's sure watch let's mean, watch the William Hartnell Doctor story, or let's watch a Tom Baker Doctor story because he's no longer the fourth Doctor. He could be the four thousand Doctor for all we know. You're being pedantic. Well, not. so it's kind of true. Uh, but but that's what a lot of the some of the fans are talking <coughs> about. Um, I don't know. Who knows how many generations that child had when she that woman was ex a lot experimenting yeah. on the child. You know, it's good yeah. that the time lords. And I don't know when they got two hearts. She has two hearts, and so do all the time lords. How did that develop? You know. Yeah. So well, but anyways, the the changing of that fits in a little bit because in the books they had and the books in Curse of Fenric and some other episodes they've always alluded to the Doctor was something more than just a Time Lord. Uh, but they left it at that. They left the mystery. Yeah. And, 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 and they answered that but then left more mystery. There's still a mystery there and Chibnall's not going to answer it and then other producers will come in and, and... Oh, I bet he does. Okay. Okay, so you're very pessimistic about <laughs> Chibnall. <Okay. laughs> oh, Jeff, you mean? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I just... It was a lot less than I was hoping for, for a finale. And then the Jadoon. How did the Jadoon get in the TARDIS? No, we know. I thought matters. it was impregnable. Doesn't matter. There's a lot of questions in this episode of things. Um, when, did the, when did the Master find time to transfer all those Cybermen design or get the cloaks and put them cloaks on them and design they the, did it awfully quick yeah. yes it was very well it, it, that was all I thought that was that was worse than everything that they changed because everything that they changed they didn't change much it was all stuff that we didn't know about it wasn't like let me rephrase that that they, they it doesn't fit in perfectly in Brain of Morbius there's a scene where the Doctor is fighting with Morbius. I think we did that we one. We did that one. I always thought that was Morbius's past life. Yes. Why does everyone keep saying, oh, those got to be Doctor past lives? I'm like, well, there's two people playing that game. Yeah. One of them had and it was back and forth. Right. And, and it made perfect sense because I think the, the Morbius 
it was like a you know it was like a tug of war, and we saw Morbius's than we saw the Doctor's past lives. That makes perfect sense. But there were a few fans out there who were like, no, 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 that's the Doctor's, and that made no sense because the Doctor hasn't had anything re after the first. But they showed it in this episode. More now, it's like, well, yeah, of course it could have been the Doctor, and now it is the Doctor because you know they, they show that. <clears throat> so maybe this is just me. As a new Who fan, I don't read the books. I'm not going to read the books. Yeah. I don't have time to read the books. Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't know the old stuff because I well, most of it I haven't watched yet because there's yeah. eight gazillion episodes. Mm -hmm. And so to me, I, I well, it shouldn't bother you as much because a lot of the things that that it's that it screws with is from classic episodes that established this and that. Some of it is from the new show. They even, you know, like all, you know, she has X amount of regenerations, but now River Song, I guess, sacrificed her regenerations to save the Doctor. She didn't have to do that. In Matt Smith's episode where he regenerated... The Time Lords gave him another set of regenerations? They didn't have to do they that. They didn't have to do that because he's been regenerated. He has Infinite. unlimited, unless when they reset him to be the new the the first doctor somehow he had a limit they put a limitation on it or they just didn't let him know that in his mind at the time i don't know so it's like big question mark this whole episode screwed up not only just the stuff that they established in the cla in the classic series but what russell and moffat did yeah. to this point so but it the doesn't whole, the whole you know mythology of the doctor is all screwed up but it's not. It doesn't change much because well, it's all yeah, before. Well, gave him another life cycles, and they would know if he was the timeless child. I mean, every time Lord would know, except for the doctor. So yeah, why do they, they just didn't tell him? Yeah, so why do they give him another set? Through that crack, they sent him another, or the Time Wars came down and gave oh. him another set. Well, so, right into his nose so or a, mouth, and he was like, woo! Apart from a few moments, a few scenes, it fits in. But the, one of my points was that it doesn't fit in with everything. It's not a, a clean... It, it, it makes Brain and Morbius now fit where it didn't before. But everything else... Not everything else. There's a lot of other things that it screws around with. And, but it didn't bother me as much because I looked at it and I said, it really doesn't change anything. And they mention it in the episode. The, the Ruth doctor says, um, you know, why would the past define what you are now? was like a message to the fans saying, don't worry about what's happening in the past, it's what's the Doctor now. And most fans are like, yeah, right, we're not going to, we don't, we're not going to listen to that. <laughs> but, there's no reason you need to do that. Okay, so, and that's the, right there, there's no reason to do anything that happened in that last, that whole season or that last episode because it didn't change the ratings. People didn't flock in numbers no, that are non-fans and go, oh, wow, I love that the fact that now all the history's rewritten and, and it, it, you know, there was... It had the reversed effect. There's a lot of pissed off fans. Yeah. So... A lot of fans who are now saying, I'm not watching this show until he is gone. Yeah. So, if anything, I don't know how many fans make up the three point whatever million. It's, uh, it's gone down. It started at six. Okay. Well, and it went down to the last episode to three. Yeah. So that's what? Three million they lost, and then we'll talk about the whole season. I think there's reasons. For that's that. just the overnight. Yeah. 
So let me ask. Word of mouth hasn't been helping you. Stop interrupting, for God's sake! Let me ask you a question. No. Okay. I'm going to ask all the Doctor Who fans out there who are saying, "I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to watch Big Finish because Big Finish is going to fall off. This ruined Doctor Who." What happens if they did this in the '80s or the '70s? They had an episode with Tom Baker. He found out that he had other regenerations. And and all the then the brain of Morbius fit right into that. What happens if it happened back then? Back then, people would have been like, "Bravo! That's a great." Back then, they didn't set how many lives he had and all that, and more of the mythology was just starting. Did they ever say how many lives he had until the new? Yeah, they did. It's somewhere in the classic, I believe. I forget one. It was. At one point, one of the doctors says, "I have a total of 13. I don't know if it's Tom Tom Baker. Or John Pertwee. Yeah, it was one of those two. But the point I'm trying Apparently to say not. is the point I'm trying to say is I think if, if they had done it earlier, and, and maybe you're right because there wouldn't have been as much mythology that would have gotten screwed up. The but show was just starting. This is like now what 54 no, years. It would, been, almost, it would have been almost 20 years. 57 or, years. We're almost three years of the 60th. Okay. Well, this would have been 20 years into it. But the point of the matter is. The show is about evolution. The show always evolves. He would be one, one of these fans would be out there going, "I can't believe they made the Doctor regenerate." There's no way the show's going to go on without William Hartnell. I'm not going to watch the show until William Hartnell comes back. You know, and that's the same mentality, I think. But back then, there's not there's less to screw around with. Now it's it, it affects it more. But I think if this had happened in the '80s and they had done this, I think. A lot of people would have been a lot more accepting of it, but there's a reason. One of the reasons why it's less accepted now is because of what of the reason they're doing it. Back then in the '80s, it would have been, let's reinvent the Doctor and make a whole new set of regenerations beforehand, and now it opens up all kinds of possibilities. That's not what they're trying to do here. What they're trying to do is change the fact that it was a bunch of white people, white males. That were the main characters. Main characters, and now they've gone back. When you look at the kid, and all the regenerations, there was one white boy, and the rest were all. There was uh, an Asian. Uh, well, you say Asian? That's a, a big group. There was a uh, one from India, probably one from D Japan or Korea. There was probably uh, they probably had one that was from Africa and stuff like that. Yeah, there was a lot of different. There was a lot of people. Yeah. And so what they're doing this whole season. And especially in this episode, is they're they're adding more female and diversity, and 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 making that whole making them more important for the for the. Uh, um, but why? I mean, that that's good. Does, does that sound right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I think so. I mean, you know, they've got Ruth. Yeah. Now, is that a bad thing? Well, it, there's going to be people who say it is bad because. They're already pissed off at the BBC for making everything, you know. This isn't just a Doctor Who thing. All the shows in England, yeah. from, from the BBC, are doing this weird, we need diversity, blah, 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 blah stuff, and nobody is watching it, and people are refusing to pay their licensing fees because they're tired of being dictated. Well, I, I mean, and part so, of it is, if it happens organically, the Doctor picks up a companion, Yaz, 
Then nobody complains about that. Have you heard anyone complain about Yaz? Oh, I can't believe they Besides got it. Besides that she doesn't do anything? Well, okay. So <laughs> I mean, that, her character, but they're not saying, well, that, she, I can't believe that they have Indian yeah. or, Pakistani. or Pakistani. I can't believe they have a Pakistani companion. Yeah. No, of course <laughs> anybody well, see that there, there, there will be, but, but those people are Well, ridiculous. no one said anything about Bill or, or Martha. Oh, they, yeah. Well, Martha wasn't a, a, what, because they had a black companion? Well, yeah. that they was the first one, like so it was a Martha little as a big companion because she was like a rose clone. They didn't wow. say, oh, we have this wow. type. The That's comments that I see about the BBC are always from people who don't want diversity in their programming. They want everybody to be white. I mean, the guy who used to run, who used to produce Midsummer Murders got fired because he said, but in midsummer there's no black people we don't need diversity this is what england is like basically i mean not in that exact words yeah. he didn't want to hire anybody who wasn't white mm -hmm. and they fired him yeah. which i think is justified because yeah. what the fuck you know well mm -hmm. it, but see in this case though they seem to be going out of their way to write it in and and it's like they're jamming it down our well i think what they're trying to do is leave the option open to have a doctor of of another color of, of another you know I but mean they've already got the woman doctor right, but it just yeah. seems that sometimes that they're just like it's like forced yeah I don't, a, I, I don't think I especially in that last scene when you had every different type of nationality on the on this planet showing up because God, she must have done experiments on that poor child and made triggered a hundred regenerations just to fit them all in. It was just kind of like bang, 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 bang. I'm like, well, you don't really need to do that. We get it. You know, I mean, if Jody Whittaker regenerates and it's like, let's say, uh, Patterson, Patterson Joseph is the doctor, no one would care because he's a good actor. And we would just move on. Unless Chibnall's writing it and then he would suck. Well, well, he started off on the wrong foot, but yeah, you're probably right. Jello right. did it. But it the point so, of this is... I mean, Myers and Joseph turned down the role, it was, and then it went to Matt Smith. Okay. Well, well, the point of the matter is, though, is they're trying to do this for a reason, and it's making a lot of people upset. Um, even the, the hiring of Jody Whittaker was that had, people were saying that they doing, they're doing that for a reason. They're trying to add this diversity. And my brother made a good point. He said, if they had done it in the 80s, no one would have blinked an eye. It was, oh, okay, this is a female doctor. That's kind of interesting. But now, because we're in that society, it feels like there's a, there's a group of people that are like, we got to fix this. And it's like, well, it's not fixing it. It's just, let's just organically regenerate her into the doctor and then bring in Yaz or bring in whoever. But now it seems like they're like if, if it's Chibnall or if it's another person over him going oh no 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 you've got to change this it, I think that's what's making it, so it, now, it doesn't sit well with me but I don't know if the fans are thinking that I don't think the fans are like oh my god they're changing everything around they, because they they're are. just they're livid and uh, you know again the show is about evolution and it's too bad you know they changed the history so is the problem really Chibnall, or is the problem the BBC drama department? I don't know. Well, I mean, we don't know That's that. That's the same thing with... I don't know. Part of this you is... You know, I think the, the reason why and the, they are forcing, as, as you put it, the diversity is because it's not happening organically. 
okay. people of color and women are not getting hired the way that white men are getting hired. I mean, it's just like if you look at television, it's it's white people. But look at the the, the doctor companion, the, her her fam right now. Do you yes. think, Do you think that's diverse? I mean, you have an old white guy, a Pakistani, and a, a, and a black, black guy. That's that seems diverse. You're not gonna unless you have 15 companions. You're not gonna be able to put everyone in. No, no. But what I'm saying is, if you don't intentionally say, okay, we have to make the cast more diverse. Mm. We have to have more diversity. So it doesn't you know hire the best people. But you can't hire all white people. Yeah. And that's fine, but what is happening with this is that they're they're going back to an existing historical line and changing it so it has these elements in it. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's making people upset because not and maybe not because it, it, you know even if they had done this and it was a white boy that came through and it was a bunch of white regenerations. I think it still would have gotten people mad because you're taking away the first doctor title of William Hartnell. Overall, I'm I'm on the fence on it. I think it doesn't really affect anything. But you said, why do it? Why do it? It didn't do anything with the ratings. You're not going to get people. The fans aren't going to go brilliant. I mean, they They're were gonna... going all week with the master saying, "Oh, and things will never be the same." And they, all they kept showing on social media to hype this episode was, "And everything is going to be different." And I'm like, "Yeah, no one tuned in." So, but and, and I don't think anything's different. No, not, but not I really. Don't, I don't. I don't think that, that and everything you know will change. I don't think erasing or changing the backstory is going to make people tune in. No, it needs better writing. Yeah, I mean. The writing has been terrible. Yeah. Terrible. If, if the writing was good this season, and they were still doing all this, it might have been more acceptable. It would, well, maybe. And, and I think the fans who had been off the side going, this is horrible, or whatever like that, most fans would be going, well, you know, you don't know what you're talking in about. In the 50th anniversary year, we had the, the invention of the War Doctor. Like, there's an extra regeneration. Yeah. Did that make people upset? No, it didn't. Nobody, nobody cared. I was. Nobody cared. I, I, I didn't like it. You, that much. That's because you wanted Paul McGann. Yeah, I wanted Paul McGann. You wanted Paul Chris McGann to come in. Chris Eccleston wasn't going to do it. Well, so you wanted Paul McGann. Well, you kind of yeah. got your Paul McGann. He regenerated into the War Doctor, and we saw how that happened. Yeah, but that was like a couple seconds. Yeah, but it was still better than what they gave us. That one little clip, that one little ten-minute episode of Paul McGann, is a lot better than the crap we had this uh, season twelve. Well, I'll get into that in just a second. I don't. But one of the other things is, I feel like saying, fans, why are you so shocked by this? This show has been evolving since it came back, and I've been complaining about a lot of the main themes of it, how it's doing this and doing that and everything, and now everyone's like, oh my god, and they're like, well, see, I, not, not that I, I agree with them, but I, I, I feel like I'm a contrarian. Because I feel like I'm on the fence, and as soon as I see people online doing a live feed minutes after the episode, they're going, I'm done with Doctor Who. I feel like saying, screw you. I mean, it's just a show. Get over it. But it's not that bad. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yes. Now, in the episode where the first Doctor comes back with Billy the and, and the Capaldi. Bill? Bill. Billy. Sorry. <laughs> Bill or Clara? I thought but, it came with... Clara. Clara. Right. No, it's Bill. Clara who told the doctor to run. 
Oh no no, he's talking about uh, Capaldi's regeneration story, right? No no, okay, I'm talking about when when well, yeah when they got Doug uh, uh, Bradley yes to come in to play the Doctor. What episode was that? <laughs> Time and something, something. Was that the regeneration? The regeneration yeah. of Capaldi. Capaldi. Oh. Okay. Okay. They play. Who's the guy? Bradley. Doug? David Bradley. David Bradley played the Doctor. Oh. Oh right. I thought that was more objectionable than this was because he came in and he was. They, they they passed it off as being, oh my God, I can't believe how horrible the first Doctor treated his companions. Yeah, that was over the top. He wasn't really like that. No, it was a, it was over the top, but it, it was rewriting. It was sort of rewriting history a little bit to make him look like a buffoon and a total jerk when he really wasn't. But he was a product of that time. I'll go make tea. The girl would go off and make tea. Yeah, they, they were, so now they bring that into the future and say, how dare you tell her to make tea? Well, she volunteered it. You know, whatever. It just, you know, I thought that was more uh, of stamping on the past than this is. Yeah, I mean, you have to take the old Doctor Who for, for what it was like at that time. You know, which, you know, women yeah. were a lot more but it was around. kind of diverse because in that episode, the Tenth Planet, the main astronaut that was up in space was actually a black guy, mm -hmm. and that never happened yeah, in no. normal time in the '60s. None yeah. of the astronauts were were of color; uh -huh. they were all white. Yeah. So that was kind of like you've seen. I'm like, oh, okay, that's. But neat. but if you talk to the, I'm I'm not going to get into this. I know. Cool. If you talk to the people that are running Doctor Who now, and they say, look, the the Doctor Who started. I mean, it wasn't ideal, but they they started to bring these uh, black people into it for the time. Like, well, yeah, it was being shot in. They're like, no, 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 that's not enough. I mean, I mean, that's not enough. It needs to be more, <laughs> and that's what we're doing with all this. So and, trying and, to make up for the past. Yes, I think so. I mean, the first showrunner was a female. Yeah, but and they don't the care. Producer wasn't the was in Indian. Was Indian. Yeah, but they don't care about that. That they. But they, that's behind the scenes, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, we could go on about this, but. Um, I mean, they had female companions. Barbara is like one of the strongest female companions of the show. Yeah, definitely. That was in the '60s. Yeah, but and then Susan was one of the weakest. No, um, but but whatever they decided to do, we're, we're sitting around. We're the BBC right now, and Chris Chibnall, and, and we're all around the table. We're like, this is what we're going to do. What is this going to do to our show? I would be like, well, you're going to lose fans. Do, do you realize you're going to lose fans? Uh, you're not. You might not lose ten million because we don't have ten million, but you're going to lose a portion of the fans. Nothing in this is going to make people go. Oh wow! I heard that there's a lot of things happening. Maybe I'll start watching Doctor Who now. No, no, no. It's not that kind of show. People want to watch Doctor Who to escape. No, and that goes into our whole season right. review where we escaped into a hell of plastic and. Right. I just we just watched 55. an episode today for the, our next recording after this one, and I'm sitting there like really enjoying it. I'm like, wow, what a difference! And it was only six years ago. Yeah, well, so we'll get into that. But I think um, I think there's a lot of stuff that they okay. So so we're you, we're the I mean are you really you really is Chimney the one that's putting all the ecological stuff in, or is it the BBC saying you need to put more 
you know, modern day. I think it's someone else. I don't think Chimnall. Chimnall's a Doctor Who fan. He 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 he's done stuff in the past with the books and whatever. I, he, he wrote Torchwood. Yeah. No, actually, he ran Torchwood. He ran Torchwood, which I don't know. Some no, no, people no. like After liked Torchwood. Torchwood. The Except second the season, season was really good, and Chris Chimnall was in charge of that second season. Okay. So he has the potential, but just like Moffat, when Moffat came over and took over the show, he stunk up the joint. I wouldn't say. Well, well, he had. He had. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was. Were, I, I think that. When Moffat did his, he didn't do as good as he did when he. Right, right. Moffat's problem was he didn't do as good when he was doing his long season storylines. They're all like, it was the you know. It was too confusing. Too confusing, but the stories, ideas that he gave the writers for the ones in the middle, were actually pretty decent. Well, yeah. And the other so writers anyway, did a better job than he did. But this is not the let's rip Moffat podcast. No, no, but let's rip we always we're going to rip Chibnall. Chibnall. But yeah, there could be other, and, and may, maybe that's always been the case. And we can always blame. There's other people that are pulling the strings, and we know that's it the way be. it is on everything. I mean, do we really give Chibnall all the blame? I mean, he deserves some of the blame because Definitely. the writers he picked are. Well, his name is attached to it. Yes. Yeah, his name is attached to it, and we don't know what the BBC's policies are. So, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it was Chibnall who decided that we were going to get a lecture every other episode. Yeah. You know, and that's just... <sighs> because if you saw that some of these stories, they were co-written by, and obviously the message, like the one that was tacked out on the end of Orphan 52, was most likely him saying... This is what's going to happen to yeah Orphan Fifty Two whatever. What's going to happen to whatever Orphan Fifty Two's next season? You're getting orphan, confused up. Orphan crappy episode. So so one of the points was this season we felt like we were being preached to Orphan Fifty Five Praxius. I just lost the website with all the lists for some reason. I have it. Yeah, and um, what was the other one? That there was a couple. There was three in a row. It was. It was the one about the plastics. It was... Praxius. Can You Hear Me was it one, right? It was Praxius. It was Praxius, the plastic one? Can You Hear Me was that one? I don't even remember what the hell Can You Hear Me was. Can you, yeah. That's when they all have nightmares. Oh, that's the one where he... Where Graham's like, I have cancer, doctor. But the doctor's like, yeah, okay, I don't know what to say about that. You're on your own. Yeah, Orphan 55, Praxis is the one with the stupid birds, and Can You Hear Me is kind of like a weird one. Oh, that's that stupid one the planet, isn't it, with the two planets and the things in the middle? Which the, one? The guy, that guy that, with the fingers that shoot his fingers out of his hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, this whole season was, you know... It started off okay. It started off with Spyfall. Solidly with Spyfall. But yeah, Orphan 55 was just bad. Awful. I liked the Nikola Tesla one. I did too. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, the Jadoon one was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Because I'm, I do not like the Jadoon. No, I'm not a fan of the Jadoon either. And I like the one with Byron. And you know everybody in the villa. Yeah. Oh yes, the one with the the haunting of Mary Regina. Shelley and Mary Shelley. Yeah, that's my favorite. By, I think by if I far. had to pick my favorite, I think it was the haunting of Villa yeah. the Villa Dottie. 
and my second favorite might have been Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror. Because, yeah. yeah, I would say those were mine too. I mean, I I liked the I liked Spyfall for the cameos, and especially of Stephen Fry because I love Stephen Fry. Um, but but it wasn't as good as the, those other two. Yeah. I do like the historical episodes. I think better mm-hmm. when they're done well. Yeah. Um, the the Nikola Tesla one reminded me a little bit. Just I don't know what it was. Something the atmosphere, something about it, reminded me of the one with with David Tennant and Martha, and the doctor in the hot air balloon. Remember that one? Yes, the uh, the next doctor's the hot air balloon one. Yeah. I loved that episode. <laughs> With the giant Cyberman? With the furry Cyberman. Um, yeah, he doesn't like it. Uh, I like that one. Uh, okay. Well, I'd rather that? watch that than the crap we watch this Well, and, and now we start to compare, because we, we sit there and go, boy, I didn't like this episode, but boy, it's it's a lot better than Orphan 55. Yeah, it's not hard to be better it's, than Orphan well, This is making bad episodes look good now, <laughs> this season. Yeah, it is. It's making we're all in, 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 in decent a, episodes look better than I, they I probably know, just, are. Just, we're all in agreement that Orphan Fifty Five is the worst one of the season. Oh God, yes, yes, yeah. It was quite possibly. What was your favorite? We, yeah, you I was, mean, Orphan Fifty Five is up there with Fear Her, and the and the and the tile lady from <laughs> who was in Harry Potter. Oh, the one with the patch. Elton, remember there was Elton. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The Absorbaloff. Love, love the monster. I'd rather watch. That was two in a row. Season twenty-four, McCoy's first season, and season sixteen and seventeen of Tom Baker than any of this stuff. And those were pretty bad seasons. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't like Spy Fall as much as you guys because of the um, master. The master. Uh, he was just. I, I well, like when, the actor, but boy, when he did his reveal, it was just. Uh, He'd been so good up to that point. Yeah. You know, like they he had, was... They should have kept him as he was when he was in disguise in that type of serious tone. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I think they're just trying to show how it, insane he's going. You yeah. know? But it gets... It's, he's not really bringing anything no, new to the character. Because when Russell and brought back the master, John Sim was off bonkers off the wall. But then when John Sim came back... For with Moffat writing him, he was like a little more serious and more like you more would expect. Song. A little more, yeah. More grounded. And then and also Missy now, was, Missy, Missy was, was nutty, but she was like. <sighs> she wasn't. She wasn't chewing the fern, the yeah. scenery, you know, the way. No, she wasn't bound. Like this guy when he uh, when they're in what what that stupid episode called that uh, episode where he peers at the end. Ascension of the Cybermen, where he's jumping yeah. up. It looks like he's in like a nineteen twenty vaudeville show, going, "Hi kids, yeah. how are we going?" I'm like, "Really?" That's my second. Would it have been more scary if he just walked perfectly out of that thing yeah. and just like, you know, did you miss me? Yeah, did you miss me? It would have been a little bit more scary if he came zapping out and just zapped one of the background characters and yeah. compress them and the doctor's like oh no the um my second favorite episode was ascension of the Cybermen. i thought that was pretty good except for that <laughs> scene and again we're, we're the spoilers we're, we're talking a little bit about an episode called time heist that we're going to do next i was engaged in time heist right away mm-hmm. like right away i was like 
and I noticed one of the things that they, they do with Moffat and Russell T. Davis was the characters are TV characters. They are unrealistic. They are, oh, you know, they're, they're all like on, like on and jumping around and they have a lot of energy. These companions don't. They're more realistic in my opinion. They're more re down to earth real. Um, Graham has his one-liners that he does throughout the whole episode, but um, but that doesn't make them interesting for TV. Graham was more interesting last season than this season because this season he seemed to be more of the comic relief one-liner yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, Bradley Walsh is a, a comedian. comedian. Yeah, but it just seemed like, with the exception of when he had that one little speech with Yaz in the last episode. Yeah, that was a very touching yeah. speech. He didn't really contribute anything. Yeah. No, he didn't. And I thought it was going to explore a little bit more his relationship with Ryan because that was so contentious last season. <clears throat> but it just seems like they patched things up off screen or something, yeah. you know, and and it could be one of the reasons. And there was something with Yaz during one of the episodes, Can You Hear Me, I think, when she went, when they all went home yep. and she's with her family and they're having some sort of anniversary lunch or something, and, it, and with her, she is with her sister. Yeah. And yeah. They, wh what was that about? Do you know? I don't no remember. No clue. Okay. Because I was like, did somebody die? Well, it could have been the the parents' anniversary. Just... No, the parents weren't there. Well, they were getting ready for the anniversary. No, they were going on a trip, right? The parents yeah. were going. The parents had left. Yeah. And her, she came back, and her, her sister was like, "You're late," <laughs> and. And they uh, maybe she missed the anniversary dinner. I don't know. It I was, don't know. They didn't do a good job. But it sounded like they were. It was the anniversary of somebody dying. It sounded like a somber anniversary. Not maybe a, in their culture they have you know it's like a one year anniversary of someone who passes away. Because sometimes yeah. the, the, at the Catholic Church they'll have like a, yeah the mass the mass a year later. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't explain it. It just it, I was like, did I miss something? But apparently not. <laughs> well, and I don't think they've done a good job with the characters overall. I mean, they have moments in in the first season of Chibnall and Jodie Whittaker. I, I loved like when the companions had a moment to talk. There, mm -hmm. Almost every episode, they had moments to interact, either with other characters or themselves, and I love those moments. But they do drag the episode. They they they, they have it the potential. It stops the episode. It pulls you out. I think of yeah. the storyline a little bit. And and I I like them too. But I think they need to be used appropriately. Like there was the one I think it was in the Rosa Parks episode last season, when Yaz and Ryan are sitting like hiding, yeah. having this like little intense conversation. And I thought that was yeah. used appropriately. Yes. Because they were, you know, shit. I think really, we're gonna die. Yeah. The companions didn't really interact with each other all that much like they did last season. Did right. They? They're just like, here they are in the background. Well, I think they probably heard the complaints of people saying the companions are just standing around. And and so now they're all being sent off on their own little mini-adventures, yeah. which also takes away, I think, from the main story and makes, the, makes it less impactful. Well, I mean, using three companions is really tough. In the past it's when they've done it, it's hard to do. And they've learned their lesson in the past, and I don't know why they keep doing it, but... Um, in the serials, when you have seven, six, seven parts, you can have Susan go off and do and and interact with one character, and Ian. In, you can do that, but when you have less than an hour, it's yeah. hard. It, it's, it's impossible. Harder. Even during Davidson's era, they had they were all four partners. They had something a little bit more to do. 
not all the time. Not all the time. Was but in the TARDIS half the time, you know. Well, that's because she didn't have the same contract as... Well, anyway, yeah. I mean, the Hardnell era, when they had more than one, and it was like a, something like a 30-something or 40-something, the show was on for that long, many weeks, mm. the lead actor would go on vacation. Yeah. So you have the companions do the episode. Mm-hmm. Like, the doctor's knocked out or captured. Mm-hmm. So the next week, it's, you focus it like on the, the companions. Yeah. So having more companions back then was, hey, this person needs a vacation, so we have the filler here. We'll just put this person in jail or knocked out or sick yeah. Yeah. and stuff like that. Okay, so that's enough of talking for this episode. What we're going to do is we're going to finish this in our second part, which will be on next week's episode. Uh, thanks for listening.